Hey guys, welcome back for another episode at the BS for Brutal MMA podcast. We really appreciate you guys who come back every week uh, to chill with us and just talk about UFC. Uh, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find our show. And um, thanks again for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, it's episode 19 of the BS for Brutal MMA podcast. How you doing? <laughs> Are you asking me or the guys? Anybody. Asking I mean, the boys. We're having a conversation the with the ladies and the gents out there listening the to the lads. show. Just coming off a banger of a card, UFC 269. <laughs> yeah, it was a banger. Banger. Yeah. It was pretty good. Amanda Nunez getting choked out immediately. Yeah, I was not expecting that at all. I kind of had a wild... I think I said it on the show last week that I had a wild hair up my ass that Amanda was due for a loss. Would I bet on against her? No. But, hey, you know what? It's fine by me. Then Pena, I mean, she did, I don't know, her, did you watch her interview afterwards? Um, no, I didn't. Oh. Did you? It was quite the, uh, message choice for her, uh, how am I trying to say this here? She picked quite the, uh, unique topic to bring up for her championship Interview, not the interview in the octagon, but in the post fight, she just yeah. went on like a very odd rant about how women are the greatest thing of all time. I mean, that is a fair topic. <laughs> but she was I like, agree. It, it was sexist to men's men, what she was saying, but she doesn't want to be equal. She wants to have extra. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm here for it. But yeah, I thought the fight was wild. I thought it was going to get fight of the night, but apparently they thought uh, Dominic Cruz. Was a better, more deserving recipient. It was a comeback, a good yeah, comeback. Yeah, I agree. And his post fight interview was pretty interesting. He was just like standing there. Yeah, in the yeah, he was He's like, if I stand, maybe well, they'll ask on. me for the because people didn't watch that. So, and the way they set it up, it's like every other sport where you've got a like a table with and a cloth chair. over it and a chair and microphones in front of it. And ninety nine percent of the time the athlete sits down <laughs> to be belittled with questions by the media, this toxic and pointed questions. And Dominic it cuts the camera turns on and Dominic Cruz is just standing up, standing there. With huge shades. Giant on. sunglasses, a vest on, I believe he was wearing a vest. Yeah, he was wearing a vest. <laughs> <laughs> just standing there. <laughs> In his defense, I don't know how cold it is in Las Vegas, though. It's not cold there. Let me check. He's <laughs> but he's just standing up, so he was already wet. I like that move, though. That's a good move. Stand up, so that way they're like, oh, man, this guy's going to leave any cold. minute 51 now. 51 degrees right now at 6 p.m., and but that was like indoors. at midnight. They're indoors. Well, he was preparing for the coldness outside, <laughs> probably. With his vest? Who wears a vest if it's I a know, cold? who wears a vest? I mean, I, I like to wear vests when it's cold, but, like, that was, like, years ago. That's not really a my vest. style anymore, though. Vests are the worst <laughs> thing ever. Vests of all sorts are just the worst. Who's out there rocking a vest? Even the word itself. Dominic Cruz, Even apparently. the word itself is outdated. But Dominic Cruz has, like, no understanding of social normal normacy. He is such a weirdo. I feel like a lot of the UFC fighters are oh, weirdos. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. But Dom- Dominic Cruz is real weird. He's such a weirdo. I like it, though. But anywho, um, the main event. The main event was pretty wild. Yeah. Um, 
Charles Oliveira versus um Dustin Poirier. Dustin, Dustin the Diamond Poirier. Yeah. Uh, I was wrong in my prediction on the show. I, was, you know. I, got, I got like 90% of my... I have all of my picks are right except for one. I had three of them wrong. I had... Um, I'll pull up. I had Ponzinibbio wrong, even though I thought he won. Round one was dang near a tie, but they were dead even on strikes, and he was the one moving forward. So I was like, "Yeah, I guess you got to give him that one if you got to give it to somebody." So I thought he won two rounds one, but it was so close either yeah. way. So. Had Yeah, let's Jeff see what you got on there. Here are my picks. So I had Dominic Reyes by decision. Um. What's this guy's name again? Josh Emmett. Yeah, yeah I had him by decision, yeah. which those were correct. Dominic Reyes. Dominic no. Cruz. Dominic Josh Cru- Emmett is what I said. No, you said Dominic Reyes before that. Dominic Cruz. I'm not even down there. He was on the prelims. You can't pick who's, new prelims who's on this here. One? Oh, yeah, Dominic right there, Cruz. Yeah, yeah whatever. That's who's Dominic, Dominic Reyes? Dominic Reyes fights at 205. He got the spinning elbow from uh, Yuri Prohatska. Okay. That was such a wild fight. Then I had Sean O'Valley by second round knockout, but it wasn't second yeah, round. Yeah, I had him first round knockout. First. I um, knew that was what was going to happen. Is this Kai Kara France? Yeah, Kai Kara France by decision. I don't know what it went to, but I didn't get the decision. I don't right, know but I how right. anyone... I didn't know how everyone was in a grant that Sean O'Malley was going to win in first round knockout. People were like, I don't know, dude. Pay was tough. And I was like, "Have you? did you guys watch his last fight he was in? He was almost killed in the first round by a, a guy whose striking isn't nearly as good as Sean O'Malley's. He's going to get his head knocked off in the first round. And what happened? <laughs> that was my only confident pick. Yeah. <laughs> then I had Jeff Neal by a knockout second round. I think he won by decision. Decision, right? yeah. And I had Amanda Nunez by decision, which that did not happen. She got choked out. Tapped and I had out. Um, Charles Oliveira by sub in the third round. So I got the on round. the dime with yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty proud on of myself. On the money with on that one. one. Yeah, I got um, 659 XP from that one. That was like you didn't bet enough I on got. it then. Well, I put all my That's XP on Amanda Nunez. Oh, my God. <laughs> I put 400 XP on that one. And it's all about the multipliers too on there yeah so uh, those are my picks pretty good that week but i'm having a really hard time picking the next weeks oh yeah that's a lot of those are coin flips to me but we'll yeah. get to that later the main event yeah that was really good i was impressed i was surprised dustin it, he fought the way connor fought him Dustin did. Dustin fought the way that Conor McGregor fought him. The second, break that down for me, please. He like uh, he didn't use like any of his anything but his boxing technique. Mm-hmm. That was all he used. He didn't use like any kicks. He just used boxing. And in the first round, he dropped Charles and he told him to get back up, which I thought was a good move. But at the same time, I think it almost might have did something to him a little psychologically. Because to even say to yourself, I'm afraid of this man's guard I would on be. the ground. He is the most subs. Dustin Poirier is a black belt in BJJ. I, get, I guess it's but a the, But Charles smart, Olivier well, is 
Brazilian. I almost think it, that manifested. With the most subs. I almost think he manifested that energy into I do agree with you, getting though. his back taken twice. Yeah, I do agree with twice. you, though, because, you know, a lot of fighters say, twice. like, you got to go in there thinking, I'm the best, I'm going to be the champ. And he did kind of doubt himself when he's like, no, I'm not even going to get on the ground. What killed me the most, though, that that I can understand. Yep, standing back up, that's fine. That's not the worst move on, on earth. Maybe some other people should have done that in the past to him. But when he held that body triangle and didn't even plant his feet and attempt to get up in the second mm-hmm. when he was getting nailed, elbowed, worked yeah, over yeah, on yeah. the ground. Over and over and over He again. did just held that body triangle. He didn't even for a second. I hate to criticize this man, Dustin Poirier. He's a great fighter. But he didn't even for a second try to plant his feet and get up. He just held that body triangle and just wanted to hold him close. I don't know. He just accepted a lost round. And he ended up getting 10-8 on two scorecards because of it. Oh, I didn't in know that. In that round. Yeah. Two of the scorecards had that round 10-8. I can see that's a 10-8, though. Two of the, uh, it's close, but two, one guy didn't have it 10-8. Two of them did have it 10-8. And... Uh, he got his back took twice. It don't, and I don't know. That just bugged me. He's, I'm like, you got to try to get up. What are you doing, dude? You can't just absorb, just take bottom position yeah. for this long. And I get do. smashed. And now, now he's half gassed. Now the other man's fresher. He jumped. He took once. And once Oliveira was like, oh, I can just take this guy's back. He just went and did it immediately mm-hmm. into the third. He just went so and fluid. basically just walked over and took his back. I was like, God. I do give fighters like a break, you know, kind of slack on this because like I've never freshly fought, but I would imagine like you go in there and you're in a whole different planet. Like it's just... Charles Olivier just used all his weapons. Yeah. And Dustin used, tried to use reason. only boxing. Dustin, that's he, be, he did. This is what the, uh, the adverse or reverse or whatever, however you want to say it of what he did to, to McGregor earlier in the, the year. Inverse, yeah. McGregor, came out with just bo- trying to box and Dustin used leg kicks, takedowns, made it a mixed martial arts fight. Worked in the clinch. When he had his he was up against the cage and he was throwing hammer fists in the clinch fiercely, Dustin. He wasn't doing nothing like that in this one. He was just so I don't know. So, Olivier is a type of uh, the guy you gotta just put the work on like that too. Like those stuff like that is how you beat him. You gotta just constantly who's hit beat him. Beat A lot of people have beat Olivera. Max Holloway beat Olivera. Okay, Paul well, Felder. Well, that, that's a different weight class, isn't it? Though Paul Felder was one fifty five. I think his only loss at one fifty five might be Paul Felder. So like Anthony. Pe- oh, I think Pettis beat him at one fifty five. So too. what's like the blueprint to beat Olivera? Pettis subbed if you're thinking. him. Pettis subbed him. Anthony Pettis really? subbed him. Yeah. Charles Ellis. The only guy to ever sub him. Yeah, that's why people, a lot of people don't like Anthony Pettis, but he fought, he has one of the most ridiculous lists of people he's uh, he's fought. And it's like a win one, lose one for most of his career. But his wins in there are like Stephen Thompson, Charles Oliveira. So <laughs> if you're thinking, like, how do you beat. Oliver, are you saying Dustin should have just used all of his weapons and kicked? Do you think that would have done it for him? Because oh, you know what Olivier did that I liked is he was, and I said it last week on the show is he needs to go to the body more. He was going to the body very nice. He he rarely ever threw body attacks in his old fights. Mm-hmm. To beat him, it I mean it depends on your style. 
anything. But the game plan to beat him is you just blast him. <laughs> you just hit him constantly. You just you just keep hitting him and keep hitting him and keep hitting him and don't stop hitting him and have a chin and just don't get choked out. Yeah, either. don't get choked out. <laughs> but just hit him. Keep hitting him. I thought Dustin had the perfect recipe to beat him. I thought the volume, because he has volume and power. Yeah. A lot of the guys that he lo- that have beat have lost to him have one or the other. Felder's got both of them, and Felder laid it on him, and then just Felder destroyed him. <laughs> he fought. He fucked him up. He he destroyed him. And so Felder won that one. Yeah, Felder. Okay. He tapped to, to these some of the most vicious elbows I've ever seen in a fight. How did he win? Was Paul it Felder. by knockout or by? He, it was TKO, but Charles Oliveira tapped to getting elbowed in the head. Oh, okay. Dang that. So, I think That's it was wild. his last loss. Let me check that out. Yeah, it was a wild one. I think he he lost the. I think he only has two losses I mean, at one fifty five. He's been in the UFC since. It's gonna be like twenty ten. That's wild. Sixteen or seventeen is gonna be. He's been in the UFC for like eleven years. He debuted. He fought um, Darren Elkins in his debut. Yeah, I see that. The only man to ever submit Darren Elkins in the first round. The only man to ever submit Darren Elkins. Lost the Cowboy Vinacchio. This is why I didn't know. Oh, that would have been 155 as well then, because Cowboy is not making 145. I don't know. Yeah, I had no idea he's been in the, in the UFC Wait, go back to 2011. Long. Yeah, wait, wait. Okay. Oh, he has a couple losses here. Oh, wait, wait. Cowboy. Something overturned. Versus Nick Lentz. He fought Nick Lentz so many freaking times. I feel like he fought him four times. Jonathan Brooks, he welcomed him to the UFC by subbing him. Cub Swanson. Yeah, Cub Swanson fighting this weekend. Lost to Frankie Edwards. Yeah. Decision. That was that lightweight too. Uh, I don't even know this guy had hot to. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I was getting at when I was talking about some of his wins. Lost to Max Holloway knockout. Some of his wins are. It's like when historically, until recently. He had lost to the. He always lost to the contenders and beat all the pretenders historically, until recent. Now he's killing it. Yeah, he's so great. I like him. I'm glad I went for the underdog on this one. I but I really didn't want either of them to lose. It was really hard to pick. Yeah, you're right. He's fought Nicklins like four times. Yeah, he fought Nicklins a bunch of times. I always was like, why do they keep booking this again? I loved during. At the, when uh, Dustin just gets subbed and Tony Ferguson's, <laughs> they they put it up so perfect. Yeah. They should have put it, made it bigger so everyone would have really caught their eyes. Tony Ferguson's tweet couldn't finish me. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Ferguson acts up. Then you say he got like a fight booked, or he said he had an announcement to make. He posted on his Instagram like the bat signal, signal, yeah. but it said Kakui, and he was like, "The signal has been lit, champ shit only." I'm I'm on my way to train with smoke coming out of the back of it and like okay. or something like that. Big news soon. So, I, my man, oh, I've don't even, we we don't even need to rehash this, but okay, God, I we don't got to watching Tony fight. But what do you think about Connor and like who was it? Is it Paul Felder that's saying he could knock out? No, Michael Bisping was saying Connor could come back and knock out Charles Oliveira. I was like, what would even? I was like, Connor, I feel like it wouldn't be fair for Connor to fight win. for the title because isn't he ranked like eight or something? 
Yes. I'm pretty sure that so that wouldn't be fair for him to get a title shot, I feel like. It would not it wouldn't be f- It would make money. And but that's what that's the great equalizer <laughs> right there. That would be fair for I him would to love get a title it shot. So much. If they get it would upset everyone. It would light a fire in some of these boys. Especially if he won. But then Gaethje's going to end up getting the matchup instead of whoever wins. I think whoever wins out of Islam Darush is Yeah, Connor's ranked 9. That is a big jump. It's like, I'm ranked 9 and now I'm going to fight for the title. I doubt he's going to fight for the title, but it would be be so funny. It would be so funny if he fought for the belt ranked 9th. That would be so funny. I feel like some people would be upset. he, he He bought a replica belt and took a picture of him wearing it and was like, when am I fighting this Charles Oliveira guy? I saw that, yeah. <laughs> Who was this Gregor Gillespie? Gregor like Gillespie? 10? Yeah. He just he? beat uh, CDF. Before that, oh, you've probably seen him get knocked out in He's highlights. Right 10 here. Yeah, you've probably seen him get knocked out in highlights by Kevin Lee. Head kicked the shit out of him. Oh, man. Woo! He knocked his head right Kevin off. Kevin Lee doesn't fight at this weight. Kevin Lee right? is, he used to. Kevin Lee is not in the UFC anymore. That's right. That's so. right. Yeah. <laughs> that was his last win. Was Gregor Gillespie? Okay. Okay. Well. But yeah. he just be his most recent win is over Carlos Diego Ferreira. I think he's easier fighting this weekend or coming up against Gamrot. Gamrot's fighting CDF number twelve there. Diego Ferreira. Oh, I see. I see. I see. However you pronounce yeah. that, CDF. I just call him. When but is Bel Nil Darush fighting again? I'd be down to watch him fight. fight Islam. Oh, that's a good matchup. I that's think. what I was saying. The winner of that should be the the actual. Yeah, first in a fight for the. Especially title. if Benil wins, because Benil will be on what a seven fight win streak at that point. That would be wild. He'll have the next longest outside of the champs. Eight fights in one streak occurring right now. UFC website, yeah. So he'd be on a niner then. Yeah. Really? What eight in a row? He's got. It seemed Tony like just Ferguson, yesterday he got knocked out Fiera, by Alex Hernandez. CDF. Darush. No, he is the Roosh. Oh, he is Scott Holson. <laughs> Drakar Close. Frank the Crank. Drew Dober. Oh, Thiago, Thiago Moises. Moises. Oh, I forgot they fought, and that's when he got knocked out in the first round. Oh yeah. And you see what I mean? That is an impressive list of eight yeah. men in a yeah, row. I agree. A lot of those guys are ranked. I so. agree. Yeah. I Besides mean, Frank I, the Crank. I, I think he definitely deserves a title Scott shot. Holtzman. Scott Holtzman, he's spinning back fists of the shit out of though. He did what he was supposed to do against somebody at Scott Holtzman's level, which is just put him out. Yeah. He put him out. He did miss weight, though. Darush yeah. going into that one. It happens sometimes. No, it's not supposed to. Yeah, not supposed to. Especially if you're going to be title contention. Yeah, can't be. He's had a little bit of. In his last fight, he came down and he still had time to cut the weight, but he came down at like one fifty-seven or something, and he was like, "Oh, hang on, no, it's just one pound if it's a non-title fight." Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Or maybe it was one fifty-six and a half or something, but he uh, was like, "All right, I'll be right back," and I think he came in at one fifty-five and a half. But it's like, oh, you did have to go retry, though. I don't like that. So who knows? Some of these guys. I still think he. That's what killed Habib was he never had a nutritionist to help him remain where he needed to be at. How do you know he never had a nutritionist? None of that. No one does. Islam doesn't have a nutritionist. No one at that gym has a nutritionist. And Dagestani. And the dog pack, yeah, the Dagestani dog pack. None of those boys have nutritionists. Why not? 
You should is it see like against the religion. No, they just well, the nutritionist would definitely argue with some of their things that because they don't eat during certain hours, during oh, yeah, certain times Ramadan, yeah. and stuff. A nutritionist would be like, no, stop. You are a pro athlete. You can't do this. No, you're going to set yourself back. Some, I don't think Habib ever missed weight, though. Oh, he was close. He oof, Not when he was a champ, but well, I think he's missed weight before. Let's just put it this way. I don't think that missing weight, weight in the past should like make you less of a you know a title like someone who's like can fight for a title just because no. you miss weight in the past now if you miss weight like 10 times or like an addition like Acosta, then yeah i think that maybe you shouldn't there was a lady who missed weight five aspen led well she missed weight and they made her move up a weight class but there was a lady she was i can't remember her name she was the first woman's 125 pound champ and she missed weight like, and since she was a champ, but she was only she went like one and one in the UFC, or something like that is a record like one and one or two and one or two and two. She fought like two or three times, but she was the first champ, and uh, she beat Roxanne Modafari for the belt. Um, she missed weight for like five different cards that they kept canceling her fights. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at the rankings here. I was like, oh, I haven't looked at this in a while. I was wondering what the woman's pound for pound went since Amanda Nunez lost. They still got her number. No, she three went down two. Yeah, she's three now. Number three. Above the girl that beat her, though. Pena went up seven. She slots. should be above her still, though. Because her record is like she has twice as many fights as the other girl that she that, that, that beat her. But, uh, you yeah. can't go by that, though. Well, you said the pound for pound is shop talk anyway, so... Yeah, it is. Okay, do you want to... Especially when they give it to the biggest weight class. That makes no sense. Do you want to talk about a little bit more about Charles Olivier, or are you ready to talk about Nunez Pena? Oh, just good job to the man with the whitest teeth and the... Whitest hair? Whitest hair, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's got good hair. Dustin will... Well, he's going to really probably, depending on who he gets matched up with, probably weigh the punishment down on... On somebody. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Last let's time he see. lost the belt, he, f- he uh, fought a 145er, I believe, right mm-hmm. after that. We fought Max Holloway, I think, was his comeback. Oh, okay. So, oh, wait, no, that was before. That was Who do you think he might fight? Because I'm Chandler. looking at the rankings. Chandler. Hasn't he fought Chandler already? No. no? Chandler's only fought oh, three times Gaethje. in the UFC. That's right. What do you think? Would that be a good fight? Yes. Because they're both strikers, right? It would be so good. Well, Dustin, I guess he's a striker at this point. I would Wait, say hasn't Dustin beat Gaethje, though? Yes, way back. So what would be the point? Oh, okay. okay. It's been a minute. Hmm. They've both lost to Habib since then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that... Has he fought Benil Darouche? No. Benil hasn't fought any of those guys. Besides Tony Ferguson. Yeah, I guess Dustin versus Benio or Dustin Benio's versus... fighting Islam. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. So maybe Dustin... I don't know. Chandler. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, Chandler <laughs> It's the only is... one. Who's going to fight RDA? No, that wouldn't be fair. That's all way number six. Tony? No, you don't, you don't want to do that. <laughs> Dan, run it back with Dan Hooker? 
I'd be down to see that. I love that was my favorite fight of all time. I'd be down to see that again. But I'd be sad to see Hooker. Dan Hooker is apparently going to one forty five. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, that's nonsense. What you don't think he can cut that low? Oh, he did he it. Said he posted he, a picture, posted of, a picture of the scale. Yeah, was it comfortable? I don't know. He's pretty tall, isn't he? Yeah, he's the tallest lightweight. No, that well, he might be now since they cut uh, uh, the guy from Little Rock there. Uh, Violent Bob Ross. He was the tallest, but they cut him. And Hooker, let's see. He's six, six foot. Maybe I think he's tall for lightweight. Six I'm foot, sure. probably. I think he's six foot. Whatever, seventy-two inches. Yeah, is. six foot, which is massive for lightweight and just absurd for one forty-five. Yeah. There is uh, one guy at one forty-five that's six-two. Um, he's from St. Louis. The sniper is his nickname. Oh, God dang it. Oh, I love when this guy fights. God, I can't remember his name. Shoot. It's just hard to remember them all. I, I'm going to kick myself in the butt for forgetting that one. Look oh, up the sniper. Oh. He's from St. Louis. Oh. Just look up UFC sniper St. Louis. Let's see what comes up. Sean, the Sean sniper Woodson. Woodson 6'3", featherweight. He's the tallest featherweight. Match them up then. Sean Woodson versus Dan Hooker. I would love that. Oh, my God. But Dan Hooker, they're probably going to throw him to the wolves. I think I've seen this guy before. Yeah, we watched him fight a bunch of times. He uh, Look, I hit that tattoo. Yeah, that's a funny tattoo. He got choked oh out God. by uh, the guy that beat... Um, it says Born Ready. Air Jordan. Some buildings there. and like a money sign on the Scroll screen. down a little. Keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Julian Arosa. Julian Arosa just be upset in the hype trains. He beat this man. He beat uh, Air Jordan, who's fighting this weekend. Can't wait. But so yeah, Dan Hooker at one forty-five would be absurd. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about that, but he'd probably end up fighting. Pull up the rankings because I've got to think of who's booked. Because at one fifty-five, he's go to one forty-five. Up, 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 up. Is that okay. where Brandon right, is? right, right, right. No, no. Down, down, down. I can't see it now. Right there. Stop. Up. Stop. Okay. No, you keep going too far. Down. Stop right there. Okay. So they could match him up with... I think Calvin Katar's booked. Where are you Oh, Giga Chikatsev would be a good one. Where are you looking at? To the right side. To the right. To the right. That. The, the farm right then. That's 145. Okay, I see now. I see. Korean Zombie, maybe. Brian Ortega. Oh, I would like to see him, but I don't think that was fair because Brian Ortega's ranked two, though. That they don't have to. I mean, it don't matter. When, you come, when you're coming down the way, they'll throw you. It does, they just do the most random shit sometimes. They've given people top five guys. They've given people top ten guys. It just kind of depends. I'm hoping they give him a top five boy. I don't think that would be fair. Why not? Because he's only ranked eight. At he's ranked eight at one exactly. And wait, because Brian Ortega, I don't think that would be fair because he's ranked two. Okay, whatever. But, but who cares maybe if it's fair? Calvin Brian Ortega Cater, would probably, you know, Calvin Cater, I believe, is booked against who I don't know, but I think he is booked at this time. Dude, if you go on Tapology, it says the upcoming fights and stuff, but. Oh, he's booked against Giga, Giga Chikatsev. Yeah, January okay. 15th. Yeah. Never mind then against Chikatsev. A month from today, yeah. 
That'll be a good one. I think Chikatsev will win that one. Just because the New England cartel has really made me doubt their game planning. We know. Because this is two in a row. Well, I was a little bit doubting it going into the the, la- the Rob Font's last fight. But now I'm really doubting it because they have nothing outside of try to use your boxing and push forward. What that's about- that's their entire plan in every fight they've been in that they've I've seen them coach. What about Dan Hooker, uh, Dan Ige? Dan Ige just, just fought and won. It'd well, be Dan a while Hooker till he... fighting a while. You know? Dan, Dan Hooker's about due. He's about due to fight. Didn't he just have a fight? I feel like he just did. Well, I mean, after... Because it's going to take him a little bit to get used to being at 145 and everything in a camp. Yeah. So, with a camp and everything, he'd be all right by then. He'd... He fought, what, he fought two months ago. Yeah, but right before then, he fought like weeks before then. Yeah, it was really short notice. The, but then the other one only lasted a minute, so it was just yeah. I guess that's true. Nothing. Go get Kamorad real quick, and so that's what he did. He got Kamorad immediately, and uh, I just got a soft spot for Dan. Islam went and Kamorad the Kamorad him immediately. That's why I don't see too many Kamora finishes. That's a rare one. I think that was the only one of 2020, unless one of the ladies got one off. I don't think there was another. Or 2021, I should say. Yeah. I don't think there was any other. All right, that's enough of uh, what else we got right. here. Brandon Nunez, Julia yeah, Pena, we, we kind of talked about that. Yeah. Triffnail. Don't give it. That fight sucked. Santiago Ponzinibbio, right? Can I conference oh, Cody Garbrandt? People are saying oh. now that like Cody Garbrandt is oh. like a gatekeeper now. God. First I don't even know if you call him that. He's got knocked out three times. Out of his last five fights, he's been knocked out a lot. My man's getting knocked out. Or has he been knocked out four times? No, he's been knocked out four times. He's been knocked out four times now. He got knocked out by Munoz and TJ twice, and now Kai Kara France. He's been knocked out four times. And then Rob Font beat him for a five-rounder. Man. That's just hard to see. I... Oh, yeah, you're right. I hate seeing this happen to Cody Garbrandt. I loved watching Cardi- Cody Garbrandt fight. When I was getting into UFC, he was big at the time, getting good and being good when I was getting into it. And since he fought Cruz, he's only won once. Mm-hmm. And he's been knocked out four times. That's brutal. Uh, the chin cracks? He was down to 125 for that one. It almost seemed like his chin was still kind of there when he fought Font, but Font showing he doesn't really have too much power, though, in that elbow fight. Mm -hmm. There's a big disadvantage there. (laughs) I don't know what Cody does now, because 125 is not for him. Especially getting knocked on the first round by Kaikara France. (laughs) I mean, Kaikara France is good and all, but... He's got a quite a record on him, twenty three nine and zero. So yeah. Oh my God, when he fought Brandon Royval, Raw Dog, my favorite one twenty five er Raw Dog, mm-hmm. that first round of that fight is one for the record books of craziest rounds of all time. Round one of Kaikara France Raw Dog Royval was craziness, off the wall. They were on the ground. They dropped each other at the same exact time. I think I watched that one. Maybe. Maybe it was a spin. Uh, he threw a punch. I think it was a hook, and then uh, Royval. Threw a spinning elbow and they both dropped each other at the same time. It's crazy. It was wild. The whole round was wild, though. Yeah. They were up, down, up, down. It was wildness. And as predicted, 
Sugar Sean Sean doing what he doing what he need to do. I knew what was going to happen anyway. I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised in the slightest. (laughs) Yeah, not surprised, (laughs) motherfucker. I I just really wasn't. Even when it was happening, I wasn't even like I was a little excited because I'm like hell yeah. But overall, I was just like, yep, this is this is what I saw happening. This is how I predicted it going. So. All right, prelims. We got Josh and Danny. Decision. Pedro Munoz. But I was correct on the outcome of if of uh, Josh Emmett winning. Dominic Cruz going decision. That was the one thing. Was that fight of the night? Yeah, that was fight of the night. Right. That was the. I was like, I know one thing. That's for sure. And this fight will go to decision. (laughs) And there it went. All fifteen minutes it went. Sakai, man, he's been knocked out. I think four times now too. I think all of his losses are knocked out. Been knockout. He up until like 2019. I don't know exactly, but if you pull up his record, you'll be able to see it. He, I think Overeem might have been the first one to put it on him. Pull up his Wikipedia page so you can actually look at it normally. I hate looking at it this way. Yeah, go right over there and then scroll on to the bottom. They have it color coordinated. Yep. One, two, three. Okay, so the other one. So he's been knocked out three fights in a row. But look at his wins before that, though. Chase Sherman, Arlovsky, Marcin Tybura, and Bogoy Ivanov. So he was looking like an absolute destroyer. Even into May of 2020. And now, since September, right after that, he has just been getting starched. But man, he he goes down in a satisfying way. He's so jiggly. He's so jiggly. When he gets knocked out, it's pretty satisfying. I think uh, Tuivasa, after beating him, though, he's going to hop over Ivanov. And Ivanov beat the shit out of him when they fought. So I think Tai Tuivasa is going to be higher ranked than Ivanov now. Bogol Ivanov. Ivanov's a guy with a giant cut down in the middle of his chest. He fought Derek Lewis, and we watched that Buffalo Wild Wings before. If you remember Derek Lewis fighting a guy with a massive no, cut on I his don't chest. Remember. That was a pretty good fight for big boys. More clinch work than I would have thought, but Jordan Wright, Bruno Silva. That I just knew that was. I keep saying Jordan Wright is going to get knocked out by anyone with power, and that he got knocked out immediately. Yeah, he has no chin on him. Uh, Ryan Hall is getting a win, getting back in the win column. Randy Costa getting worked. Getting worked, Darren Damage Elkin style by Tony Kelly, working that him over. Poor girl, they didn't even put a picture up there yeah. for. Getting subbed right off the rip. Yeah. All right. So, Willis versus Dawkins. How excited oh, are you for that? All these good. are. I'm having a really hard time making my picks this yeah. week. Yeah. Oh, a lot of them are coin flips. I'm most excited for two fights. Two fights in particular. I'm most excited for Cub Swanson versus Darren Elkins, and I'm most excited for uh, Andre Ewell versus Charles Air Jordan. Which is like the third fight on the night. Oh, CDF Gamrot too is a good one. A couple of one fifty-five pound boys, one trying to break into the rankings. A Sunsal Ricky Simone. That's the only one that I've I've got a pretty decisive pick on that one. The rest of them are almost coin flips to me. Parisian versus oh, Jordan Levitt. Yeah, like the Monkey He's King opening you. the night up. I said, yeah, we're opening the might up with Jordan the Monkey King yeah, Levitt. Sent him a message wishing him luck. He didn't respond. So fuck that guy. I'm just He's kidding. He's probably but... cutting weight. Yeah, I know. I'm just acting out. Not cutting ready. weight, but it was a while ago. I didn't message him. 
Him and I have similar authors that we enjoy. <laughs> like what? Stephen King. Do you even read books? Well, no, audio books. Audio books, yeah. I've listened to most of Stephen King's books, yes. Do you want to do some picks or tell us your thoughts? Derek Lewis, Chris Dawkins. Chris Dawkins need to gain about 20 pounds of pure muscle, I think, to compete in the top five of the heavyweight division. But he might be able to squeak by Derek Lewis. But after that, I don't see it going well for him if he fights like uh, like Volkov. So if Dawkins wins, how do you think it'll be? Like, Do you think it'll be a sub, a knockout, decision? Oh, yeah, it'll be a knockout. knockout. You don't go okay. for subs. It'll be decision or knockout. Okay. Stephen Thompson. Is that Wonderboy yeah, Thompson? Yeah, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Okay. I think he's just going to decision Bilal Muhammad because all Bilal Muhammad does is just walk forward and all Stephen Thompson does is just kick you while he's walking backwards. So, <laughs> and punches you too. So I think uh, I think the styles play right into Stephen Thompson's hand unless uh, Bilal wants to use his feints and try to pull a Pettis and get one off on him, but. Amanda Lemos versus Angela Hill. I think Amanda Lemos will win that one by decision over Angela Hill. Uh, she, Angela Hill, I believe, is the favorite, so there might be a little bit of plus money to be had here. Yeah, she's 36. I yeah, know. she's old. She's been around. <clears throat> Amanda Lemos, though, has been beating tough bitches. <laughs> tough <see>. ladies. <laughs> she's been she beating be... tough ladies. She's on a streak, I believe. Let's see. One, two, uh, three... Oh, it's a three-fight win streak? That's when we... No, she's been around long. Yeah, she's been around streak, yeah. around a minute. Yeah, four-fight win streak. Four-fight win streak, yeah. So, I uh, going with that. Going with Amanda Lemos. 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 However the fuck you say it. I think it's Lemos. But... So, right. that'll actually be a decent ladies matchup, though. Angel Hill, I believe, coming off a loss to Tisha the Tiny Tornado Torres. Rafael. Asun Sal probably going to get wrestle fucked by Ricky Simone. Decision. CDF Gamrot. That one's a coin flip for me. CDF. He's coming off two losses back to back. One to Benil Darouche, which was such a great fight. And then he broke against Gregor Gillespie. I never seen CDF just break and give up. But he broke against Gillespie. Gillespie worked him. Worked him over in the grappling and just drowned him and choked him out. Gamrot should click on it. I think he has a substantial reach advantage. Oh no, he uh, does not. He's way. CDF has four, yeah. four inches on. Never mind. Way, yeah. Man, I thought Gamrot was taller than five eight. I guess maybe yeah, just the same height. maybe just fighting somebody short. Oh man, I have no idea. I don't know. I think Gamrot's going to win just because he's got the momentum behind him right now. And that's I'm going p- off of pure recency bias and momentum. Alrighty. Cubs won. Man, this up. one is going to be so good. This will probably be fight of the night. God. So, Darren Elkins is hot, tough to put out. Darren the damage, yeah. He's tough to put out. Cub Swanson is tough as fuck as well. He's... I don't think... He's probably been subbed, but he has fought in submission specialists and not been subbed. I don't know if he's ever been subbed. So, but... Cub Swanson has the striking advantage. 
If it remained on the feet for three rounds, I'd give it to Cub. But Darren he has been subbed in 2018. Oh, by Renato Moicano. Subbed him. First round. Also been subbed by Brian Ortega. Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. That was round a big two. win for Ortega in the day back then. He was on a nice little win streak. So he's then. so he got subbed by Ortega. Oh, he's been Max, subbed Holloway. By Max Holloway in 2015. Subbed by Fran- Frankie, Frankie Edgar. Edgar. Okay, okay. So Darren Elkins could weather the storm, take him down, he work him on Dustin the ground. Poirier back in yeah, he finished him off. That's wild. Oh no, he decision. By decision, yeah. He was he destroyed him though. Dustin took that fight last minute though, if I remember correctly. Beat Charles Olivier, he finished him, him off in yeah. 2012. Yeah, he beat both of the. This guy's been around a while. Yeah, he's beaten some a lot of guys. I love watching Cub Swanson fight. He's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, uh, I'm excited now. And Darren Elkins, another one of my favorites of all time. I don't know. Darren Elkins is he can just really take it. He can just really take it and wear you out. But. Cub isn't really the guy you can lure into that trap either. Like a sub trap? No, like like uh like Derek Minner played right into the classic Darren Elkins game plan. Where Darren Elkins will just try to grind you out for the first round and a half or so, and once he gets ahead on cardio, he starts pouring it on. That's what he does. That's mm-hmm. his style, that's yeah. how he does it. And uh Derek Minner gassed out in the fir- after the first round and then got pummeled in the second and got finished off in their last fight. I don't really see Cub Swanson falling into that. So I lean towards Cub decision. Okay. Do you know Two rounds to one. On the I, uh, yeah, GM3. GM3, I think he has not lost since he got one punch knocked out by Hamzat Shemaev. I think he's undefeated since that. And then Hani. Where are you saying Hani? Hani Barcelos. Oh, okay. I think that's how you say that, Hani Barcelos. He should win against uh, Victor Henry. I think this is Victor Henry's debut, I believe. Hani Barcelos says it's such a dirty dog. Such a dirty dog. Yes, it is his debut. Yeah, it's his debut. And, uh... God, Honey Barcelos. He's number one in Japan, apparently. He's a dirty dog. He's fight. He's got a dirty dog ahead in front of him. Yeah, this guy's so. ranked number one in Japan, Victor Henry. I don't know Let how see. good. I don't Let know see how. Let's see if there's anybody I know. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Kyler Phillips, beat Kyler Phillips. <laughs> right there. That's a big one. That's a good one. Decision. Uh, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. That's the only one I know. Yeah, that's the only one I know. Just on a quick glance. So he beat Kyler Phillips. Honey, but I don't think he's going to win this weekend. But <laughs> um, Justin Toffa. Yeah, Justin Toffa needs a win. Versus Henry. Hansucker. He needs a win. He needs a win or he's cut. Uh, we talked about Sajara Eubanks for the best fifty five and the best fifty fifty fighter of all time in the women's flyweight oh, division. The win one loss one one. Yeah, loss, remember how she... hard that girl? Remember the girl that debuted against her in her last fight? Do no. you remember that? Mm-mm. 
Oh my god, it looked like an illegal it looked like something illegal on the streets. Oh this girl had four fights before that. I see. She yeah. had four fights and it was her debut against Sarge Eubanks. And it it looked like she owed her money. <laughs> like it was <laughs> gruesome. And she took so much of a beating before they finally called it off. She took years <laughs> off this girl's life. It was brutal. It was one of the most brutal beatdowns I'd ever seen of all time. I will never forget that. <laughs> Charles Air Jordan, he, oh my God, I want him to win so bad against Andre Ewell. Both strikers. So that'll be one that you'll enjoy. Yeah. Couple of strikers. Andre Ewell, though, he got, he's got some power. He's got some power. I think he's got the power advantage. He might even be a little faster, too. I'm not sure. But. He's lost to Julio Arce. Julio Arce, who's a tough, 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 tough guy. Lost to Chris uh, Terra. Didn't he just get his leg torn apart by... Who? Wait, who did Pat Sabatini... Oh, Jamal Emers. That's who Pat Sabatini's ripped his legs apart. That's what I was thinking. But, <laughs> but yeah, so this should be a good... Match up here. I think Jordan, he can do it. He just has to do it. There's been moments in fights where you can tell he's just, he's not pushing himself enough. And then there's been times in fights where there's there's a fight where at, going into the third round, he just goes, I need to win this fight. I need to win this fight. And he went out and put on one of the greatest rounds I've ever seen against uh, Marcel Rojo. Earlier in the year. No one talks about that one. When they talk about fight of the year, that one got swept right under the rug. God, that fucking fight was so good. Especially the third round was wild. He went super saiyan on this man and just (laughs) pounded him. It was one of the craziest third round resurgences I'd ever seen. But yeah, he should. hopefully he'll win. Charles Air Jordan, he need a win. He needs to win this man. He's on the brink of getting cut at this point. I've... Raquel Pennington will probably just hug her against the cage for two rounds two, and win two rounds to one. I don't know who's going to win this next one out of the heavyweight boys. Both of these boys, John Perry, they Josh both Parisian, lose. They Dante both lost Lees. fights where I thought they should have won. So I don't know how good either of them actually is. I'd probably go for Josh, Josh Parisian. Had some, some more experience. He had a lot of good fights on Ultimate Fighter in his season. He had some cool. He throws like spinning back fists and stuff, but he's only good for a round. Yeah. A lot, as most heavyweights are. Jordan Levitt versus Matt Sayless, I think that's how you say that. Sayless. Jordan Levitt, I don't think he's going to win this one, but boy, do I want him to. I'd hate for him to drop two in a row. I want him to get in the win column again. He always does a little torque when he wins, (laughs) which is funny. But yeah, that's pretty good for last card of the year. I think, uh, man, I don't know for that main event. I'm almost leaning towards Dacus, honestly. Lewis, he's just so hard to pick because he <laughs> loses until he knocks people out every time. So, <laughs> except for when he fought Ivanov, he beat him in a decision, I believe. But he's uh, but Ivanov's has Ivanov has an iron chin for heavyweight. The shots that man can take. He literally got stabbed and was like walked to the hospital, but he can't put that man out. Did you see that Kevin Lee signed uh, with Habib? Yeah, yeah, stuff. He signed Habib. He signed he him. He signed. Um, he signed a couple of people. 
Yeah, there's. He said they were going to be in Miami in February. So, yeah. Eagle FC. He signed a couple former UFC guys. Let's see if I can find some. Is the roster? Hmm. See who all's on there. Just click on news and it'll. Yeah, that's what I'm about to do. Yeah, sign Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee. Man, they um, should not. I don't Sergei. like to see. Oh, Bigfoot is out. That's good. Bigfoot Silva has just been getting knocked out for money for like 10 years, and it's been rough to watch. <laughs> he's had quite the fall from grace from when he beat Overeem. <laughs> they signed um, oh, the guy that TJ won the belt from. His name is... Cody Gibson, maybe? No. There's Ray Borg, Co- no. Cody Benson. Ray Borg fought for the belt once, though. Uh, oh, my God. There's yeah, Hennon Burrell. Hennon Burrell. Hennon Burrell had a 32-fight win streak at one point. And then USADA came around. And okay. that, and he never won again. <laughs> Apparently, Habib said that the WWE is thinking about signing Hezbollah. Yeah, look at Burrell's record. He's thir- So he's 34-9, okay? Now just think about how his fight career has went. If at one point this man was thirty-two and one or thirty-two and two with thirty-two fights went one in a row. Okay, let that sink Before in. Before Usada. Before Usada came around, yeah. So just think of how that man's career spun out after he lost the belt. Which that happens, you know. A lot of guys redline to keep that belt as long as they can, yeah. and then once you once you. Once that tank's empty, you know, can't fill it back up. Yep. That's the fight business. That's the fight biz. Somebody was like, oh, was it Sean O'Malley? He was saying he's in the fight business, but some of these guys are in the fight game. I was like, what? He was was talking about how they get mad at when he talks smack and everything. He's like, yeah, they get mad at everything. They take it personally. I'm in the fight business. These guys are in the fight game. They're playing around. He's like, I'm all business. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Okay, I was trying He'd to He'd be understand. selling me. I, I'm also on the O'Malley hype train. Yeah, I've, I've been on it, though. I've been on it since he's been in the UFC, probably. Since he was on the Contender. I watched the Contender. I watched the Contender episode that he debuted on live. I saw that. Was I, was I watching that? No, 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 no. You were, I don't know, in college at the time or something? It's like 2015. Oh, yeah. I it was, was in high, that it, high school. I think it was It was like one of the first couple contenders I ever watched. And I was like, dang, this guy. He didn't have, he did not look like he does now. Look up, look up Sean O'Malley contender on Google Images. Wait till you see what this joker looked like. He didn't have colored hair. Oh, just wait till you see contender. Let's see if it comes up. Yes, there he is. Look at him. Same coaches and everything. No beard, nothing. Yeah. Then he got in trouble for PDs after that. But uh, you don't bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does not look like the same. Well, he, his face looks the same. It looks like he has more tattoos now. Yeah, he has more tattoos. And he looks kind of bigger now, too. He yeah. looks bigger now. Definitely. His hair looks a lot better now. Sure. More volume too. <laughs> yeah, had his hair braided. Is that him and Snoop Dogg? Yeah, no, that is him and Snoop Dogg. On the contender, contender. Sean, Snoop Dogg will forever call him Shane, Sugar Shane O'Malley. 
He doesn't call him Sugar Sean. He's always like, Sugar Shane O'Malley. <laughs> every... So, yeah, that was great to watch. What? Uh, how much time we got into the show right now? What do we got going on here? 51 minutes? All right, this is a short week this week. I'm out of gas. I don't, know, I don't really know what else to talk about. So. Well, the only thing I, I wanted to bring up oh. is I'm still trying to decide, am I yeah, picking what? Francis Ngannou or Cyril yes. And I know we've talked about it for quite some time, but... I'm just having a really hard time. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to pick Francis, but yes. I really like Francis. I really like Francis and Gone a lot. I'm on Gone. But I'm like, Cyril Gone seems to be the more skilled fighter, but at the same time, I feel like I'm Francis and Gone just has to touch you that one time and you're dead. Yes. That is the caveat sometimes when i'm going to sleep i have like partial nightmares about being hit by francis Ngannou. cyril gone like, will so be wild. the hardest guy to hit that ninganu has fought yet in the ufc yeah i wonder who'll be the favorite when it, when all it's come out probably francis and yes yeah yes people do not even know who cyril gone is yeah i didn't know who he was <laughs> until he fought um Freaking Derek Lewis, yeah, probably. Derek Lewis. I didn't know who he was back then. It was funny. I saw a couple people who are casual UFC fans and fight fans post on like their stories, like, "Oh, watching the Derek Lewis fight today. Got to root for Derek Lewis. H Town represent the hometown." And I was like, "I don't think these guys realize the man he's fighting is gonna kick his ass." Yeah. <laughs> but he always has that one punch potential but he didn't it didn't happen that yeah. for him that time so that's uh, the way it goes we have a big guest coming up i hope it comes falls through i hope oh my god i'm excited very excited for the guest that's supposed to be on the next episode yeah for the 20 for the big dub big 2 for the dub for that 20 bag special <laughs> that 20 bag special app Supposed to have our biggest guest Do yet. Do you want to give like, well, some hints? So actually, people can try to I guess? don't think he has as many followers as our boy. Uh... Who who did we? Ronan Swinson. Yeah, Ronan had the most followers out of everybody that we had on. That's right. I was thinking the other guy, but yeah, yeah. Ronan has the mo- had the most out of everybody. That's for sure. I forget that he has like sixty thousand followers. I was gonna say uh, Bobby Southworth, but. I yes. don't know how many followers Bobby He's got like 4,000. I don't know how many uh, this our potential guest has. It might be up there. But, yeah. I, uh, I'm i excited. His, the, hint, the hint is... He has... Next, it's up there. He has a top five coolest current UFC fighter nickname. I'll have to look up his nickname. I don't know. Well, thank yeah. you guys for tuning in this week to this episode. We're very excited to have you guys back again for next week. Um, definitely DM us on Instagram if you have like some cool segment ideas. I want to kind of do something fun for like a bonus Christmas episode, but I don't know like what Christmas. to do. So yeah. Ho ho ho! Get punched in the head. Or if you want to no. <laughs> Or if you want to see. a knuckle sandwich for Christmas. All right. This has been Beas for Brutal. Go ahead and fire it off there, Deja. All right. See you guys next week. Bye.
Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast this week. Don't forget to uh, DM us on Instagram if you have anything you want to talk about or if you'd like to be a guest on the show. And also, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps people find our podcast. And again, we really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Bye.